Well, I'm going to uh, introduce Sean, who's going to come up and introduce you to Adult and Teen Challenge. Thank you, Sean. Good morning, church. How are we doing today? So my name is Sean. Um, I'm 19 years old. I've been in the uh, Adult and Teen Challenge for over 19 months, um, 19 months now. Um, I'm actually graduating next week, and I'll be walking the stage. <laughs> praise God. Praise God. So I feel that the songs that the worship team played were uh, really appropriate for today, especially the last song. You guys are going to see testimonies of just the amazing grace of God, how chains have been broken, chains of addiction, chains of depression, anxiety, all different types of life-controlling uh, life issues. Are, um, Jesus Christ has set us free from that, and you're going to get to see prime examples um, today on stage. So I'm just going to go through the presentation. I'm going to give you a little bit of information about um, who we are, what we do. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're Adult and Teen Challenge Greater Boston. Uh, we have different centers all over New England and New Jersey, um, about 11 to be exact. And the one that he was talking about in Brockton, we have a woman's home in Taunton. We have an adolescent girl's home over on Buzzards Bay. But we used to be located in Dorchester, but we, uh, we actually recently just moved to Worcester for a larger facility. Um, so here's the facility you can see right here. It's, uh, it's 38,000 square feet. We processed it at about, uh, we purchased it at 30% of the city assessed value and we're 100% debt free. And we, uh, yeah, praise God for that. That's absolutely. We actually have an 82 bed, uh, potential capacity. Right now we have, uh, 41 beds open. And uh, we're working on renovating the third floor to the building to get all of the all of the the beds open so that we can just have these people come in and receive freedom in Christ and be uh, disciples for the kingdom of God. So some of what our program provides, uh, we do clinical counseling, uh, daily academic studies, and not the academic you'd think of, like regular school. Um, our, our work is centered around the Bible. It's centered around uh, the deep-rooted issues that we deal with, such as self-worth, insecurity, um, worry, anxiety, all of these things. We incorporate the Bible, and we believe that that is the only way that we can really find out uh, why we were going through what we're going through and really receive freedom from that and be able to walk in the new creation that we've been called to live in. Um, we also, we do provide, however, um, our, a high set. So uh, for an example, for me, um, I had to drop out of high school to come here. Well, I dropped out of high school because I was failing seven classes because of my addiction. But I dropped out of high school and I came into Adult and Teen Challenge and I was able to receive my high set certificate. And what a high set is, it's actually equivalent to a high school diploma. So it's higher than a GED and equivalent to a diploma. We have our resident, Jesse, over here. Raise your hand. He's actually, uh, he's actually taking that right now to get that. So praise God. Uh, you can go to the next slide. So here's what we do in the program, because not always are we actually just sitting there um, and getting into the Word and doing our academic studies, as we are for a majority, but we also have different trades that they teach. Some guys learn culinary, some do carpentry. As you can see, um, the maple syrup's actually tapped up in Vermont. They, we have a center up there. They actually do all of that, and they'll bring it down to us. But our main thing is these cutting boards that you see. I don't know if you guys happen to catch a glimpse on the way in, but over in the Welcome Center, we actually have our cutting boards set up and uh and what i'd appreciate if you guys can do is just take them get we we, we want to get rid of them take them all and i'm gonna tell you why because um we are actually at adult and teen challenge we're a 501c3 nonprofit. we are completely donor supported 
Uh, we don't receive any government or state funding, and I'm going to tell you why. We actually have an 86% success rate for people that graduate the program five years later are still clean today. And the only reason is because of Jesus Christ. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. Praise God. So... The government and state, they wanted to fund us. They were like, we love your numbers. The success rate is unbelievable. We want to fund you guys, but you just got to do one thing. You just got to take Jesus out of the program because, you know, that's just kind of, and obviously we ain't going to do that. That's absolutely not it. So, um, so what you guys also should have received on your way in was a prayer card that looks just like this. So on your right and my left, um, we have the prayer part. And uh, we, guys, we, we want you guys to just write down any specific prayers that you have, any, any personal needs. You don't have to be uh, specific with names and stuff because God knows, obviously. But we would like to intercede for you on our behalf because we prove, uh, as Scripture says in James 5.16, that the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. We believe in the power of prayer. I'm here today because of a praying church and a praying mother. You know, um, so are these guys as well. So we really do believe in the power of prayer, and we want to intercede on your guys' behalf. So we appreciate if you guys can write down anything. And um, on the other side, we have your information because we'd like to call you guys and hear about the testimonies of God answering those prayers because we serve a God who does do that. He hears our prayers, and that's because Jesus tore that veil open on the cross. So um, for an example, while I was in the program, I've received many phone calls and prayed for people who were struggling with uh, different stages of cancer. I call them back a couple months later to find out that cancer completely got rid of. And so we serve a God that heals, we serve a God that provides, and I want to I see you guys um, just like write down these prayers and give them to us. We'll be at the doors to receive those so that we can intercede on your behalf. Um, next, slide. Uh, next slide, please. So also, we have our dollar a day sponsorship. So essentially, um, like I said, we're completely donor-supported. Any person that comes through the program and cannot afford to be there, we don't kick to the side. A lot of um, 30, 60, 90 day uh, rehabilitation centers, if you can't pay insurance or you can't pay that monthly fee, they toss you out and you got to go. But um, at Adult and Teen Challenge, we take you in with nothing and we keep you as long as you want to stay because we, we believe that it's way more powerful than, and it's, it's not about the money. It's about bringing these people into the kingdom of heaven. And uh, so we have this dollar a day sponsorship. If you'd like to see me or uh, KG at the table, you guys can, um, you can look on to doing a dollar a day sponsorship so for a dollar a day you can sponsor a student to go through our program and if you're willing to sponsor a student for a year we actually have a butcher block out there that, the, that we're willing to give uh, next slide please so together, uh, Holden Chapel and Adult and Teen Challenge Greater Boston, we're making a difference in people's lives. Not just people's lives, but we're making a difference for the kingdom of heaven. You know, we live in a really tough and wicked world right now where sin is just running rampant uh, and, and all over the lives. And uh, we're just trying to change the world and make an impact and let people know about the power of Jesus Christ and uh, what the Holy Spirit can uh, do in people's lives when they're willing to surrender. So uh, I'm going to call on the choir to come on up. Um, on stage. Amen. Yes. Amen. So thank you guys, and I hope you guys enjoy. How you doing today, church? Wow. Uh, happy 50th uh, anniversary. Praise the Lord. Um, um, I'm, uh, I'm here by the grace of God. And uh, only by his grace, uh, I don't deserve to be here. Um, 
My name is Jesse. I'm 43 years old, and I was raised by a single mother. So uh, I turned towards the streets for a father figure uh, to the older crowd, and, uh, and I got caught up in uh, selling drugs, then eventually using them. I'm going to fast forward to uh, when I was 20, I lost my best friend, which was my mother. She uh, passed away in my arms. Um, that devastated me, but the Lord used that, and uh, I quit drugs at that time, right? It was a miracle, and uh, we serve a God who creates miracles, you know? Um, so yeah, I quit drugs. I turned my life around. Uh, it landed a, a, a great career, um, house, wife. Lord blessed me with two beautiful children, um, but there was something missing in my heart, and um, this void. A series of uh, tragic events happened in my life. Um, all at once, I was plagued with them, and um, I became mentally unstable. I got um, stabilized. Well, actually, I, I ended up in a whole bunch of different institutions, um, from jails to mental institutions, and um, I, I was just lost with this void in my heart. And um, so I got stabilized on medication. Um, my family started drifting apart, and, um, and then uh, two years ago, I landed in jail for something that I didn't do. And at that time, I cursed God because I was in there for something I didn't do. And, um, but the Lord went before me, and he, uh, he blessed me with the Bible. And uh, this was during quarantine, um, the height of quarantine, so um, I had nothing to do but read. Um, I really didn't understand the Bible. Every time I lay down, I will look up, and underneath my bunk, it read, Jesus loves you. And I was just flooded with his presence, you know. Um, but still, my flesh was going somewhere else. It was, it was, was trying to pull me away. Um, so I, I um, checked, something told me to go check my commissary, and because uh, I, I had previous visits there, so maybe I had some money left over. And I, just, I had just enough money for a radio, headphones, and batteries. And that's all you need for the radio. But um, so it was just enough money, not one cent left over. And that was weird, you know. So I purchased the radio uh, with the intent to go, put down the Bible, listen to music. But the Lord, had he has a sense of humor. Um, the only station that I could receive was CSN, Christian Satellite Network. So now, I've, now I have nothing to do but listen to God, you know. So um, he ministered to me through radio, through the, through the book, <laughs> you know, uh, his truth. And, uh, and then finally, I, uh, I fell to my face one, uh, one night and, um, and, I, and I told God, I'm like, you know what? If you are the God who you say you are, I will serve you. Just show me, give me a way out. Show me the light guide me and direct me and uh he did just that the uh, very next day i called my brother and um and pastor anthony is um is the associate director at teen challenge and um i haven't seen him four years prior since my sister uh passed away he was my sister's uh, uh pastor and um but something laid it on his heart to ask how i was doing he didn't know that i was in jail um but he as associate director at Teen Challenge, and he said he could get me out, you know. And um, at that moment, I knew since he ran, ran a, a faith-based um, program, 
um, that it was God sent. It, my hair stood up and everything, and uh, I just knew that it was the Spirit uh, in the answer to my prayer um, the night before. So, um, make a long story short, um, I was supposed to get letters. I never received them. I ended up spending uh, maybe about three to four months uh, more, and then uh, God uh, let me out. And uh, so, the first three days I uh, spent catching up with my son in a hotel room. My plans was to move to New York. Uh, I had a job lined up, an apartment out there and everything, so I was set. And, um, and uh, so I visited with my son. I dropped him off at home on the third day, and I was ready to go. And uh, the Lord convicted me, and he said, uh, I did my part, and now it's your time to do yours. And that conviction was so strong. And uh, so I picked up the phone. I went to Teen Challenge. Uh, a year ago, uh, I've been here a year in Teen Challenge, and uh, yeah, um, the Lord has uh, given me everything. Like I mentioned before, I was uh, I was searching for a father figure. I knew who my father is. Uh, I lost my best friend, which was my mother. The Lord is my best friend, and uh, I had an empty uh, void. I had a void in my heart, and uh, He fills that void. And I was suffering from uh, mental health. See, my testimony is a little bit different because. The Lord cured me from, uh, you know, addiction, um, well, addiction from drugs, um, but I was suffering from mental illness, and uh, I no longer take pills. Uh, I, I have a God that, that, that fills my void, and, uh, and the, you know, the scripture I stand on is Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ, and today I, I, I choose to, uh, well, I don't choose I know who, what the source of all my strength and abilities are, and that's through the Lord, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to continue to serve him, and, that, and that's my, that, that's where I'm going. So uh, thank you guys for having us. Happy 50th. Love you.
Massachusetts. I played at the, my first year club football at Bentley College. Then we went up to Division Three, and I played two more years before a serious injury. But that education led me to work in investments for over 25 years. I worked for uh, State Street Bank in Boston. I worked for Kenner Fitzgerald until September 11th. 2001, and I've worked for ING and Voya in Hartford. Uh, during that time, I met my wife, who is also somebody I met as a fellow acolyte. Um, it was not the best decision I made. My family tried to talk me out of it. Um, we did have a son out of that marriage, but her infidelity, my infidelity, my first time I turned away from the Lord and I did a brief stint with cocaine. Um, but the Lord got my attention and uh, went back to my career, a different church. But um, due to my experiences in New York, I was able to um, start an investment 
department when Boya transferred all the assets to Bank of New York in Orlando. And that's when I had the first of two major setbacks in my life. Um, a year after going down there, I lost my dad to liver cancer, which devastated me. And I felt I didn't have the main force in my life I'd always had. And four years later, I lost my mom to Alzheimer's. And seeing my mom deteriorate like that was one of the toughest things I've ever done or seen. Uh, she was my best friend. Um, after her passing, I really didn't care. I stopped working in investments. I worked different jobs, but basically I started a six-year addiction with crack and meth that took me down a very dark road. And God got my attention again. On August 31st of last year, I had a gun placed to the back of my head by a drug dealer. I literally went to my knees and prayed to God, please take me home. He had different plans for me. That gun misfired and I ran out of that hotel room and I hid from that drug dealer for about two weeks. And then I returned home to New England, uh, stayed with my brother, um, where my nephew contacted me and said, Uncle Wayne, you've been on my mind. My nephew is a graduate of Teen Challenge Greater Boston. Best phone call I've ever had. On October 21st of last year, I walked through the doors of Teen Challenge. I am about to graduate this program. I graduate on November 21st. Um, the Lord has been putting in my heart um, that I will do an internship and then follow that up with uh, going off to Teen Challenge Ministry Institute to become a missionary for the Lord somewhere. But from this point forward, he's got my full attention. And I've got the rudder that I, the anchor I had in my life in my best friend back, but it's in my Lord and Savior. And the uh, scripture I stand on is Psalm 19, verse 14. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be always acceptable to you, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer.
family. Thank you. My name's Jonah. I'm 43. Uh, I was born and raised in Worcester, Massachusetts. And from jump, one could say I had a rough start. Uh, medical problems back then, medical problems right now as we speak. Uh, I was born into a middle-class family doing seemingly pretty nice uh, save for the fact that uh, my mom had an ailment. Uh, she was bedridden from the time I was four going on five or so. House was full of love, but definitely not without its challenges as she required caretaking pretty much around the clock, 24 hours a day. Uh, my pops is retired Colonel Army National Guard. Just recently, we put him in a nursing home, did, you know, uh, the best for all intents and purposes he could, rearing me. Um, yeah, it would be an understatement that 
it was tough at certain times having uh, my stepfather as kind of the only sole pillar in the family. And Ma was missed long before she passed. She did 2015 of cirrhosis um, along with her back trauma, which was the reason why she was bedridden and hospitalized since I was a little boy, a youth. And um, I, I love Worcester. At worst case, I, I often say it's a love-hate relationship, but uh, I, I had my share of uh, excellent times and experiences growing up in that city. Um, but as all things are outside of Christ, you know, we were dead in sins and trespasses and it could be summed up my life apart from the Lord. I believe in Titus deceiving and being deceived and without his light, his countenance on me from a very, very early age, probably 12 or 13 years old, there was the experimenting as is typical, unfortunately, with adolescent teens, with marijuana and alcohol. I remember going to keg parties at 12, 13, invited by juniors and seniors in high school. And as we say, rip roaring, smoking marijuana, drinking beer and then later hard liquor hanging with rock rappers rockers and skateboarders um <laughs> which i still enjoy to today but most of them are born again by the spirit of god and um i'd been doing some pretty uh, good things post conversion when i was probably 20 21 years old um as i heard the gospel finally I was raised Roman Catholic, diverting off down some kind of mystical road into almost, I guess you could say, New Age. And uh, a woman who I'd just recently seen at one of our banquets we were uh, serving at presented the gospel to me with the uttermost clarity. And I'm thankful, obviously, to her today, I suppose you could say, in the legacy of faith that we inherit for sharing that and my life had had a 180 trajectory um, referred to as some as a truther I'm a history buff and for a, a good long run I was serving Christ and in ministry while some medical problems were manifesting they're there now I had a tumor ripped out out of my neck in 2019 and chemo and radiation following so uh, I was in a significant amount of pain displeasure following that and at first I had used medicinal marijuana um, to treat that the lingering after effects of the chemo and the side effects of the chemo and radiation and had moved in with the one person from my fellowship who had given me like basically more or less total car blanche living with him and uh he had said you know i'm on hard times too and i didn't know it then but his family had left him 
via his alcoholism, which I'd been in recovery, recovering from for a good seven year period, to the point where he was drinking around the clock 24 seven. So I stopped making the dispensary runs, which were kind of costly and would have that old one in one shot in the beer. And I believe the guilt coupled with it taking its effect, you know, alcohol is a depressant, drew me very far, the farthest I had ever been from the Lord Jesus Christ uh, in quite some time. And um, one of the experiences overindulging because it was a short amount of time in which you know, that was most definitely the case. I cried out for help from those from my church fellowship and abroad. And uh, as we say in AA, which I had known for a good seven year period, got sick and tired of being sick and tired. The Bible would say godly sorrow that produces repentance and uh, began praying and reached out with a dear sister from my fellowship. And she said, have you heard a team challenge Jonah? I think that's what you need. I think you need an intense program. She had said, and trust me, it is that. And I'm, I ain't gonna lie. Um, you move 24 seven, um, but to the praise of his glorious grace, I'm in the kitchen one minute and then in the carpenter's shop and then we're serving in banquets and now I'm here, you know. Um, but that this is the grace of God that never stops from the moment you believe. We're all works in progress. We're all growing little by slow. The mortification of the flesh, the old man that still pops up and reappears, God is glorified in that we constantly need that chiseling away. So uh, it's great to share that with you. Again, my name's Jonah. The scripture verse I stand on is 2 Corinthians 5.21. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, that we might attain the righteousness of God in him, Christ Jesus. Thank you. Yes, I know.
guys so as you can see uh trauma and addiction don't care how old you are the life you lived before the life you're living now where you came from what you did for a living it doesn't matter trauma comes in everybody's life and sometimes addiction can creep in too not just necessarily substances but different things that you just find yourself choosing over god and um, ultimately what matters is that when this pain comes, when this trauma comes in your life, this life-altering thing, that uh, circumstance or situation that you just can't seem to get your mind off of, are you going to run to the feet of Jesus in that moment or are you going to run to something else or someone else? You know, and um, all of these guys right here, every single one of them, I can tell you, uh, we might have ran to a substance before. We might have ran to a person before, but now we're running to the feet of Jesus on a daily basis. And in that there is freedom. There is real freedom. So uh, I'm just going to invite the choir to go sit back down and I'm going to pray us out real quick and then I'll have you come back up on stage. So uh, 
Our Heavenly Father, God, thank you, Lord, for this day, God. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord, just to be on um, be on stage right now and be able to just uh, glorify you, God, and point to you and the freedom that is in you, Lord, the sacrifice that you made, God, for our sins, Lord, knowing that we, are, um, that we make mistakes on a daily basis, God, that we're going to continue to sin, Lord, that we've sinned in the past, we're going to sin in the present and the future, God, but your grace covers that, and ultimately your grace pulls us closer to you, God, and it draws us into this uh, relationship with you, God. We thank you for your um, your unconditional love, God, that no matter how many times we make a mistake or fail, your love is right there to pick us back up, Lord, and it's always chasing after us, God. So I pray, Lord, that these testimonies were able to point to your goodness and your kindness, God, and your faithfulness, Lord. So we thank you for being faithful even when we're faithless, God. Help us to turn to you and turn away from our sin, God. And I pray that your Holy Spirit will just um, impact the congregation, God. God, and just touch their hearts after what they've seen and heard, God. So we thank you. We testify of your goodness, and we praise um, your precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. questions oh absolutely <laughs> yeah go ahead improv improv <laughs> so what do you think uh what do you think the secret is right so people come in broken addicted uh, traumatized what's what's the secret you know so teen challenge has a very high success rate higher than any secular any medical any any other facility what makes a difference uh the holy spirit Absolutely. Because um, in my opinion, so as you guys have read, you know, when Jesus talks about in John 4, he talks about how the wind goes and you see where it goes. Well, you can't see where it goes, but you can hear it. You can feel it moving. It's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. So we don't see the Holy Spirit, but we see the change that it takes place. The renewing of the mind after we, uh, after we read the word. You see the heart change. Your desires start to change. All of these different things. Um, that's the key ingredient. That's the secret. It's all of God. It's God's grace that comes in and once we're given that knowledge well, that revelation from God that's what makes it known he has to give that it says that by grace through faith so he gives us that grace and through our faith and believing and surrendering that's what that's when change takes place so actually the key aside from the Holy Spirit would be true surrender true giving up just saying like I can't do it no more yeah. you take it I wrecked my life fast. I wrecked it at 17 years old. I lost everything out the window. You know, uh, I was playing. Uh, I was playing varsity basketball. I was passing A's and B's, and I, I I failed seven classes straight. My addiction tore me and my family apart. I lost everything. I had no choice but to give my life to Christ because of the fact that I was looking at suicide on the table. You know, willing to die for the drugs that I was doing. And um, after coming into Adult and Teen Challenge, and I surrendered, and I said, you know what? I, I failed anyway. Take my life. If you, if you can use my life, use it. And he did, drastically. He changed everything, and he used me to impact many lives. So the key would be true surrender Amen. leads to freedom, and the Holy Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to work through you, because we can strive all we want. We will never be able to match to what Jesus Christ has done. So. Amen. That's a great answer. All right, stay there. Stay there. All right. Okay, so sometimes in church we, we, we say 
things in a general sense, but sometimes we have to be more specific because uh, not everybody's bright. Right? Not everybody's bright. <laughs> sometimes we need a little extra help. All right? So when you say that the, the, the secret is true surrender, mm. I, I think I understand that. Um, but the Holy Spirit, how, how does the Holy Spirit step in there? You know, what, what, what is the process? Is it through prayer? Is it through uh, His Word? Is it through the fellowship you have as brothers? I mean, like, give us a specific, maybe even your specific, like, when did you know the Holy Spirit had now come and has given you the strength and the ability to change? So I'd say um, definitely through all three of those things, prayer, the fellowship of the brethren, and also the Word of God, but for me, it was mainly the Word of God, right? So the, um, God, uh, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to teach us, to be our helper, our advocate. And um, it's the Holy Spirit that teaches you the wisdom of God. So when I was able to read the Word, um, I, was, I was able to have, um, I was, it was God speaking to me through His Spirit. He was speaking to me and convicting me in little areas of my life, things that I were doing that could be fixed. And he would speak to me through his passages, speak to me through the letters, the gospel. And I started to see, um, you'll see, you feel the conviction. It's a feeling. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you feel that. I went from being one of the biggest manipulators and stealers. Of, like Anything I could get my hands on, I put, my po like, I put it in my pocket. And I come into Teen Challenge, and I see a candy bar right there. And I wanted to grab it so bad. And I went up. And I just felt this huge conviction come over me. Like, uh-uh, that's not yours. You can't have that. And it, and it was like overwhelming because of the fact that it's like, it's just a candy bar. I've stolen way worse and it's just a candy bar. But there was just this difference that I felt take place that drew me back to God. It drew me back to Christ. And it was like, wow, like, and it's just like you feel, um, you, you also like testimonies happen too, like miracles happen, things take place in adult and teen challenge. That's like the beautiful part is that you're surrounded by such a God influence, 25-8 practically. And it's like, uh, Things happen that you can't explain. It's it's only God. It's Amen. only God. And these things God uses as testimonies to look back to, to remember what he's done. And, and you can recall that to increase your own faith. But yeah, to honestly, the, the, the Holy Spirit comes through just, just through reading. Just through reading the word of God and transforming the way you think you'll see the spirit start to speak to the situation you're going through right now. For society, for like for people my age, uh, we always were like, how can you apply the word of God to, to what we're going through right now? It's impossible. Right. It can't answer the problems that I have in 2022. Right. But but God is just his wisdom is unfathomable. Amen. So when we read that word of God, he speaks to your current situation and circumstance. There is, the Bible has every answer to every problem that humanity has ever had to face. Amen. So, Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Absolutely. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you, guys. That was not rehearsed. But God used it. Let's pray. God, as a church, we've been studying the book of Acts. We've been studying Pentecost. We've been studying your people as they have been filled with your spirit and changed. And as miracles have happened. And as conversions have taken place. We think about the apostle Paul, who was Saul, he, he, he was knocked down and, and, and blinded for three days so that you could speak to him, so that his life could go in a whole different direction, that you could use him mightily. 
to plant your church, to spread the gospel. God, we, we thank you that we have living, breathing examples in the day in which we live right now. We read the, the book of Acts and sometimes we can separate ourselves and say, well, that's a long time ago. But God, it's not a long time ago. It's right here today with us. For you are the same God. Same God as you were back then is the same God as you are today. And the same God that you will be tomorrow and into the future. You are powerful and able to transform our lives if we will come to you. If we will submit ourselves to you and ask you to to fill us with your spirit. Lord, there's plenty of things in our lives you need to remove as well. And it's not always easy. We cling to our idols. We cling to the things that make us feel good temporarily. We ask, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would continue to convict us and let, have us let go of the things that don't help us. They just hinder us in our faith. They hinder us in our walk. Lord, we thank you for these men this morning. We thank you for these testimonies. We thank you for these songs. Thank you for this fellowship that we have in the Holy Spirit and in your truth. And we pray for every single individual who's hearing my voice, who's, who's here in this room and who's at home. We ask that you would remind us of your power and draw us closer to you because of what we've seen and what we've heard today and because of the power of your word. We ask for deliverance from the things that trip us up. The sin that so easily entangles, your word says. Deliver us and help us to walk in righteousness and in truth and in your light. Lord, there are things in this room that we're thinking about. We want to lift them up to you before we go. There's addictions, there's sickness, there's distortions, there's abuse. We lift it up to you, the only one who can help. And we ask you, Lord, to help us. Help us in our role also in other people's lives to help them to find Jesus, to find the hope that is found in him alone. Make us your ambassadors. Fill us with your spirit afresh and anew. And send us out from here today. That the light that we have inside of us because of Christ will shine brightly and even brighter as we go from here. In Christ we pray. Amen.